Hello, and welcome to the Roving Social Worker Podcast. I am Jay, your roving social worker. In the past couple of weeks, it has dawned on me that I have a lot of new social media followers, especially Twitter has almost doubled in the last year. Um, I have a lot more colleagues near and far, Canada, US especially. And I've also met and connected with a lot of humans in academia who just aren't quite sure who or what the roving social worker is. Some of the feedback I've gotten recently has been both surprising and bothersome. Uh, Some people really just don't know where I fit in and that I need to fit in in some space of social work. So I dedicate this very long overdue podcast to defining and perhaps even redefining who I am. Hello, I am Jay. And I am the roving social worker. I'm not the first roving social worker. I'm not the only roving social worker, but I am the roving social worker. I am also a queer, non-binary, chronically ill human who is married to a black man, and we are co-parenting our beautiful biracial child. I have an MSW from Walden University with a decade's worth of social service experience that includes, but not limited to, school crisis, mental health, and medical social work. I'm also a doctor of social work candidate who is currently working on a dissertation that explores the experiences of non-tribal U.S. travel social workers who provide services to indigenous tribes of North America. That was a mouthful. My research wants to find out what TSWs are doing clinically, as well as how they apply the NASW Code of Ethics to their practice. During my second contract, and this is kind of where my dissertation ideas started to bubble up, I was forewarned by a clinician who had been there much longer before me, and I was told to not make the same mistakes other travelers had. This person continued, do not continue to colonize the people we are serving. My dissertation idea sparked when I noticed a trend in charting from other travel social workers, showing that either these people were very culturally competent, and I say that with air quotes, versus those who are clinically tone deaf to patients' needs. Examples include misdiagnosis, not utilizing or not including traditional healing practices that have been requested, and so on and so on and so on. This, I'll call it phenomenon, but really this issue in the clinical work caused me to change my my academic track from crisis to clinical because I was so concerned about what I was seeing. That single sentence said to me my first week there, do not continue to colonize the people we are serving, changed how I thought about my whiteness. And that pushed me to push myself into exploration of topics such as decolonizing social work, critical race theory, neoliberalism, and being anti-racist. Social work from afar is supposed to be anti-racist. We are supposed to abhor oppression. The reality is in the U.S., white supremacy is built into all of our systems, all of them. People of all backgrounds consciously and unconsciously participate in the maintenance of white supremacy. White people, white social workers continue to benefit from these systems and the status quo. We do and we say racist shit. However, that does not mean we are bad people. And I will say that one more time if you missed it, if I'm talking too fast, that does not mean we are bad people. That does mean, as a profession, as a community, as a whole, we need to be more mindful of this phenomenon, this issue, this crisis, because it is a crisis. This mindfulness needs to be applied to how we interact with colleagues and our clients. 
This means examining what we teach future social workers. This means advocating, supporting, and promoting our colleagues from communities of color. This means not taking credit for work of colleagues from historically oppressed groups. This means educating yourself on the right history, as in correct history, not white history, as in Caucasian written history. That means familiarizing yourself with anti-oppressive frameworks for research. That means speaking and showing the fuck up at meetings, conferences, hearings that privilege white voices. And when you speak up, you say, I am anti-racist and this is a whole lot of bullshit going on. I am Jay the Roving Social Worker. I am anti-racist, not because it is some cool buzzword on Twitter, not because I'm some punchline to a joke about millennials. I am anti-racist because it is the ethical way. I am anti-racist because it is the moral way. I am anti-racist because my profession should be that way. I am anti-racist because I do not want to bury my beautiful black husband in an early grave. I am anti-racist because I want my child, my son, to live in a world where he doesn't have to worry about his son wearing a hoodie. I am anti-racist and I am saying this out loud because there are too many people around me who are not. This is not a call-out, but this is a call to action. Part of growing is learning. Part of growing is making mistakes. I've said and done a lot of shit I wish I hadn't, but I am grateful for the knowledge I have gained. I am grateful for my colleagues. I am grateful for what I've been given, and I am grateful for every privilege I have. I will always offer my time and my skills to organizations and groups and individuals who advocate for the dismantling of white supremacy and making social work a better profession because in the end, we should all be striving to make things better. So until next time, my friends and fellow travelers, this ends today's segment of the Roving Social Worker Podcast. Please always travel well and keep on traveling.